Hello and welcome to the 1/160th of a second photography podcast. Today's episode, episode 13, is called Can Anyone Challenge Adobe? Adobe are synonymous with photography software and we'll talk a bit more about their software later. But I'd like to introduce today's guest and today's guest is Ben. And Ben, you're probably used to me saying this and for those who haven't listened yet, would you just like to quickly introduce yourself? Yeah, certainly. My name's Ben. I'm a photographer and videographer. been doing that for around 10 years now. Can anyone challenge Adobe? Well, Adobe really are synonymous with Photoshop. Photoshop is quite synonymous with modern photography and, and other things. Now, Adobe also do other photography things, and they must be a massive company. They do Lightroom, they do Photoshop Elements, they do they have they sell stock imagery now which they've combined with their creative cloud project they do video editing they do effects but we've also got those things that we forget about like pdf came from adobe um, acrobat which everyone uses all the time they, they do e-learning they do website building they do marketing software do 3d modeling do uh Oh, I've probably left some things out. Yeah. I've probably been app, quite general. App design, games creation, mobile game creation. So focusing on photography, and I will allow um, focusing on video editing as well. Really, can anyone beat Adobe at their software? I think as an all-round company that do everything, probably not. Um, with the Creative Cloud, you've got everything that you need in that one place. There are lots of other companies that do very good uh, photo editing and video editing software but for cross use usage across all their platforms I think I don't think there is anyone that can beat Adobe really see I think in photography world it's very difficult to beat them and I think in video editing it's not so much and the reason being if you look at video editing you've got Premiere you've got Avid you've got Final Cut and they're your big ones, aren't they? Yeah. Now Final Cut is an Apple product that works really well with Apple machines and it renders a lot quicker than it, Premiere, it doesn't does, it? It does, yeah. But there isn't any more. Apple aren't in photography anymore. They used to have Aperture, which was quite good. Yeah. I, I've never used it. I've, I've heard it's quite good, but they stopped supporting that. Yeah, I used that um, actually before I uh, started using Lightroom. It was quite, it was quite good. Uh, it was a lot more basic. Is a lot of um, just a lot of sliders, really. Mm. So I, I think video, and we've got your small smaller things with video. We've got Sony Vegas. You've got other. You've got Cyberlink, and there are an awful lot of video editors out there, and there are some on mobile devices as well. So I think in terms of video, they are quite big, particularly things like After Effects. But I think they are challenged. I think they have photography sewn up really. I don't think they get much challenge in terms of photography. No, um, I can't think of what other um, programs will be to rival like After Effects. I'm sure there are some, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. In terms of creating effects, yeah, for creative video. Effect, creativity, what you can do with it. Going back to photography, have you used any challenges to Photoshop? I haven't. Well, I said I used Aperture long time ago before I got into Lightroom and Photoshop but since then I've not uh, I've not used anything else you see a lot of people talking about um, like Portrait Pro yeah yeah that's yeah the 
people love it or hate it. It's very Marmite, for example. Personally, I've never used it. Um, I don't see the need to learn another photo editing program now, now I choose Photoshop and Lightroom. Don't you need to learn every new feature that comes along with an update, though, for Photoshop? Don't you personally? Because I know you have the subscription model. Depending what the update is, um, I know there's like hardcore purists out there who memorize every update. I'll look what they are and what new features are available. I'll have a go with some, but I won't be sitting down and uh, while away the hours learning every single thing. And some updates have actually made things worse, haven't they? And people have been going back to an older version, from so, what I've read. Like what? I've not found any. I've not had any issues. I thought some updates. The new sort of feature just wasn't as good as the one as it, it replaced, or it was buggy. I've not, uh, I've not come across anything like that. And personally, I haven't. Fair enough. That might be with just the stuff, the, the things that I use it for. I may not have come across that. So I started out using um, Photoshop Elements and found it was too restrictive. So I then got Photoshop. And I have used alternatives to Photoshop. I have the standalone version of Photoshop that I bought many years ago. I've used GIMP and having used Photoshop, I didn't like it. So I got Photoshop for the PC and used PC for a long time. And when I got a Mac, I downloaded GIMP because I didn't want to put, I didn't want to have to buy it or subscribe to Adobe. So I put GIMP on and I just found it crashed a lot, interestingly. And I found it just wasn't as intuitive. So I just, I got rid of it basically, I didn't use GIMP. And then, have you heard of Affinity Photo? I have, yes. Affinity Photo, I think, was 30 quid, so I took a punt on it. And it's pretty much the same as Photoshop, but does things differently. So I do have need to do a bit of blurring and using layers on when I do things on Mac, and I use Affinity. But it was like relearning to ride a bicycle, basically. Yeah, that's... That's one reason why I don't want to use other programs because I know how to use Photoshop and then to have to learn a whole new way of doing the same stuff that I can already do. Even like selecting a colour using the dropper is different somehow. It took me ages. I had to read tutorials on how to use Affinity. And there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just not Photoshop. Some people said it's better than Photoshop, I think. It's just, it's almost as good. It's 95% as good. When you consider the price of it, yeah, it's way better than Photoshop. But in terms of a piece of software, if I do prefer Photoshop. Yeah, if financially, if you're just starting out with photo editing, have a look at, like, have a look at the other options available. Um, I, I pay a monthly subscription for the Adobe Cloud. But if it was just a one-off price and I've still got the updates, then that would be far more preferable. And sort of challenges for Lightroom, have you heard of DxO Mark Optics? Uh, I have not, no. So that has the cataloging feature. So Lightroom, you can edit and catalogue and export pretty much what you do in Lightroom. And you can do that with DxO Mark software. And it's around, it's about £100, I think. But you... And it's actually, some things are better. So again, I got a free version. They were giving it away for free and I got a free version. And some things are better. I think the noise reduction is better. They've got a really good noise reduction engine. Um, and you, the correction is better. So every time it detect, every time you take a picture, 
it downloads what you know the modules for that camera yeah. and that lens and you can do a, the correcting is better and i think it's probably better for landscapes the thing i don't like is you can't do local adjustments you can only do global adjustments no. so you can't darken one part of the image it, it's all of it although i think in the new one you can in the new update you can do local adjustments but for me that's where it falls down i think in some areas it is better than lightroom but lack of local adjustments lack of brushes lack of gradients and you know the gradient filter and the radial filter oh there's no cloning there's no cloning and healing which you get in lightroom yeah so then so you'd be doing using it in that program and then have to import it into another program to finish it off anyway and again it it was where i needed an image editor on the mac so I came across a deal where I could get it for free, so I got it for my Mac. Still use Lightroom on the PC as my main one, really. Didn't want to have shell out again for another one on the Mac. Yeah. So having different operating <coughs> systems and using them for different scenarios does mean that I do look at the alternatives for the second computer. Um, the other one is Capture One, which gets quite good reviews. Yeah. The other thing about Lightroom is the tethering option where you can shoot and it goes straight into Lightroom with a cable. Capture One does that. I think Capture One does that really well. But I've not used I've not used Capture One. I've seen sort of reviews of it and comparisons between that and Lightroom. Um, you get a slightly different raw image out of camera without doing any editing, but I think Capture One is primarily designed for medium format cameras really. Well, yeah, it's not, I've not, as I say, I've not used that. And there's Luminar. And I think I've got, I think I've got a four pound Lightroom equivalent for the Mac as well, which works quite well, but, and you can do local adjustments, but the cataloging feature isn't there. I've not used Luminar, which I think comes from uh, Mac Fun or whatever they're now called. And it's mainly a Mac one. But yeah, I don't think anyone quite does as well. They get close to what Adobe does, but I don't think anyone quite equals it or surpasses Adobe's efforts. No, I think I think to do that, you'd probably have to have a multitude of programs to have, and then do certain things in one program, then import it into another to do the next bit, and then into another. Mm. Whereas... Like you say, Photoshop and Lightroom, it's, it's pretty much everything you need. And they work hand in hand really well. Yeah. And you can also sync with mobile, can't you? you if can, you've got yeah. the subscription plan. Yeah. If you don't have the subscription plan, you can't. I have um, tried using the Photoshop uh, app, but it's, it's all right for ba very basic stuff, uh, basic editing, but you couldn't do it long term, I don't think. No, but I think the Lightroom, again, I haven't had it. It's only things I've read and seen. The Lightroom mobile app means you can take a raw image with your, say, iPhone, maybe do a few adjustments if you need to, and then it will sync with your, it will end up on your computer, won't it, while yeah. syncing. So I think it's a good way to get good images out of your iPhone. Um, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think anything will ever beat the Adobe products 
But do you think the subscription model hurts Adobe? I think it has definitely put a lot of people off. You know, even the basic photographer package, now the the price is £120 a year. You know, it's £120 a year every year until you cancel it. Whereas what it used, everything used to be one-off price. Or if you could find somewhere, just download a cracked copy. But even those days, you those you can't find these days. And then everything has to be updated. And then as soon as you update it, it will stop working. Whereas now, if you pay a one-off fee... Uh, well, I'm not sure. Do they charge you for updates or? Yes and no. So I've always had standalone Lightroom. So incremental updates, like you might have Lightroom 5 and Lightroom 5.1 may come out. It's free. But I think I've I've done two paid upgrades. So I think I had Lightroom 4. And then I think I pay not as much as Lightroom 5. But sort of halfway yeah. to upgrade to Lightroom 5 and I've upgraded to the most recent one I paid 60 quid to upgrade because um, I was hoping to get the dehaze tool but it, w it wasn't there strangely mm. um, but I wanted the ability to do that I in Lightroom I know I knew you could do um, HDR which was really good yeah and it wasn't like that hideous HDR it was subtle HDR and I couldn't do it in my version of Lightroom, so I did upgrade to the most recent one. And I did a paid upgrade, and <laughs> I've not actually used it, um, wouldn't you know? But that's the last one that, that, that they're going to do. They're not going to do any more upgrades to that. And I suspect they won't do any incremental upgrades unless there is a problem. So, yeah, that's my Lightroom journey finished. I will not, I can't go any higher without buying the subscription plan. And the subscription plan puts me off using the Adobe products. Yeah, it is. It, it, well, the, the full package for everything is about £55 a month. But that's... I th well, I'm not sure what the package options are because there's the photographer's package, which is Lightroom and Photoshop. Um, I'm not sure if you can add certain uh, options to it. So, like, say you just want... Photoshop, Lightroom, Premiere, After Effects, and Audacity for audio editing. Uh, I don't know if you can just add those to your plan, or will you have to get? Or is that is that two plans or three plans? Yeah. So you talked about Audacity. That I think it's something like Adobe OnStage or something like that, isn't it? But yeah, there's everything all in all different plans where you you should be able to just pick and choose which options you want and pay, say right, I'll pay an extra six pound a month for that program. Instead of I have to pay £55 for everything, some of which I can't even use on my Mac because they're PC only. Yeah, I mean, the subscription plan makes sense where, so I I have need to use it, something called Adobe Captivate, which is a really good piece of software. But I might only need to use that a couple of times a year. Yeah. Makes sense to just subscribe to it for a month and do all my projects in that month rather than buying it outright for a huge amount of money. That makes sense to me, but something I'm going to come back to again and again and again, like Lightroom, doesn't make sense to be dependent on that subscription model. No. I'd much rather buy it outright. And hence why I've looked at alternatives, because I really don't want to be tied in no, to does, Adobe. No, it does, it builds up. Even the beta one, like I said, it's £120 a year. 
he got it for 10 years. Mm. 1,200 pounds, you should be spending that on programs which are then, you just download them and basically borrowing them. As soon as you end your subscription, you can't use them. Mm. Where you spend 1,200 pounds on software over 10 years, you should have that to do what you want with, like you used to be able to. So maybe in the short term, it has, the subscription model has hurt them, but like you say, long term, there will be people who just let it keep subscribing for 10 years yeah. and spend more than they would have originally bought if they bought the standalone program. Yeah. And I guess if you want the most modern version, the subscription model is probably quite good. You don't have to keep buying standalone software. You're always, you're always working on the most well, with, modern um, version. With Premiere on my um, laptop, uh, I'm the furthest I can go now is uh, Premiere uh, like 17. It's my RAM isn't enough to download the 2018 version. It actually says that my computer isn't good enough. So I'm stuck with 2017. And because it's a Mac, you can't easily upgrade your RAM, can you? No. Which is a whole other debate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, PCs are definitely better for upgrading. And yeah, I, I, yeah. Hey, but that's, a, that's a good episode that that we can do in the future, isn't it? Yeah, so I don't think... And, and to summarise, I don't think anyone can challenge Adobe or successfully challenge them. Not not one programme or one company for an all-round everything you need, no. You'd need quite a few different programmes from quite a few different people to match Adobe, I think. And they'd have to play together as well. So Lightroom and Photoshop work very well together. Yeah. And these other programmes would have to work well together, I think. Right, thank you very much, Ben. So we've been talking about can anyone challenge Adobe? No, I think is the answer at the moment. You've been listening to the 1160th of a second podcast, which I'm getting better at saying, I must admit. Do leave us a comment if you want to interact and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.